You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, Becoming Me, I'm so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Amber. Amber, welcome to becomingme.tv. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm so good. And you guys, I have to tell you, Amber and I went to high school together. Like, this is one of the most fun full circle moments, I think, um, before becoming me.tv was ever a thing, before you and I are in ministry now. And you're also the first person, I believe, that I went to high school with and have filmed their story, which is really fun. That's so awesome. That's so cool. Well, it's been an honor um, that you even asked me to join you. So I'm just honored to to be a part of your journey and uh, just to watch how God's been using you too. Well, I'm inspired and encouraged by you. And you know, if somebody didn't know who Amber is, like who is Amber? Oh man, Amber is still a young girl at heart. <laughs> I turned 30 this year, but I still feel like I am um I'm 20, but I am a South Florida born and raised um uh, woman and I actually have so much heritage here in South Florida. Um, my mom was actually born in South Florida as well. So born and raised. So, and I love, love, love South Florida with everything in me. And, um, and yeah, so I'm a 30 year old mom as well. And uh, I am married to the love of my life, Tyler. Um, and we have been married for six years. Um, and um, I have a little boy named Lion and he is two years old. Um, and my husband and I are uh, the campus pastors at Potential Church in South Florida, and uh, we have been um, uh, leading and on staff, I think, for about eight years now, um, and actually, it has been my home church for uh, 30 years, and I'm 30 years old, <laughs> so we could do the math there. Um, my mom was actually um, on staff there as well for 21 years, and uh, she was pregnant with me there. Um, so she gave birth to me, not literally at potential church, but she gave birth to me and I have, uh, grown up and, uh, just been born and raised in South Florida and was called to ministry. Um, and, uh, now I'm here sitting with you and, um, and just loving life. So, yeah. I love your son's name too. Like, oh, thank you. Yes. You know, what's funny is my husband and I, we always wanted this name Lion, even when we were just friends. 
And I was like, oh, if we have a boy first, I mean, obviously once we started dating, yeah. but we're like, oh yeah, like if we were to have a boy and then we had a boy first, I'm like, lion, it's lion. Like we knew, like we just knew it just wasn't even um, a toss up. So yeah. Really cool. I love that name. Yeah. Thanks. So. Amber, if you were to unpack your journey, like how would you just share your story, how you've become who you are today? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I was born and raised, like I said, in um, in in ministry. Um, you know, my mom was uh, on staff at Potential Church for 21 years. And, um, you know, I was born as a little girl. I was a cheerleader. I did extracurricular activities, but um, I was I was born and raised in the church um, and I was born and raised in a beautiful family. My parents um, celebrate 38 years this year of marriage and um, just a beautiful Christian home. My parents are, um, you know, incredibly uh, faithful to their marriage and the house. And um, so I grew up in ministry and What's funny is um, I didn't want to be in ministry at all, um, but my journey kind of took me there. And, uh, you know, I was a young girl and just always kind of run in the, the church halls. Um, and then I entered into high school and uh, high school is kind of like my hardest years um, in life. I transitioned schools um, to a Christian school where actually we went to school together. And um, my dad had worked there. My brother had went there. And um, I had never been in a, in a private school, let alone a, a Christian school. But I was born and raised in a Christian family. I went to church. and um, But I was attending this Christian school. And I think it was a lot of like realization for me that just because you attend a Christian school doesn't mean that like everybody in it is following in yeah. uh, just following God and following in a Christ-like way. Um, so I got caught up in some relationships that just weren't healthy for, for me and just for who God created me to be, but I enjoyed it, man. I was living in, um, living in my flesh and um, I just enjoyed um, just loving life, just doing things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And <laughs> I was um, in and out of uh, just an unhealthy um, relationship with a guy and um, just back and forth, always back and forth. Um, and, you know, I'd made some poor decisions there um, sexually, as well as just um, emotionally, just decisions that um, I knew that God didn't want for me. You know, I knew what God had said in his word. I knew what my mom and dad had taught me. I knew, um, you know, what was best for my life. But at that point in my life, it was just kind of one of those things that I really didn't care. <laughs> I really didn't care what was best for my life. I wanted to kind of take it into control. And unfortunately, that's my personality. I'm like, no, you know, I could, I could do this on my own, you know, and, but high school was like those years where I just learned a lot about myself. Um, but I also just learned a lot about who God is, um, like on my own, you know, because when you grow up in a Christian home, it's one of those things that you learn, you learn about the Bible, you're in church, um, you're in a, a Christian family, and and you learn, you learn foundations and morals for life. But it just wasn't one of those things that I had completely experienced yet. And uh, I had accepted Jesus at seven years old and I knew I was confident and, and knew that Jesus was, you know, my savior. And I knew that Jesus was alive and I never really doubted mm -hmm. um, my faith in that way. Mm -hmm. um, I never really doubted like, Oh, is there a God or um, is Jesus real? I never really doubted any of that, but um, I never had really experienced on my own, mm -hmm. the, the favor, the grace, the blessing of who God is. 
Um, so it was just one of those things that I, as I was walking through these relationships, whether it's friendship or whether it was the the one really relationship that I had um, in high school, as I was walking in and out, and I was always the one that was taking like these the high road out of these relationships, but then behind closed doors, I was taking the low road. Um, and so to everybody else, I was always taking the high road, which, I mean, I knew what I was supposed to do and I knew that that was the right thing to do, but then, you know, behind closed doors, I was making poor, poor decisions. And really the only people that really knew was, um, you know, my closest friends. Um, and I'm sure, you know, now being a parent, looking back, my mom and dad for sure knew they just, you know, <laughs> they helped uh, minister me, minister to me in different ways. Um, but as I walked in and out of these different relationships, God just had his hand over my life. Um, and I, I never really understood it so much until you know now until later in life which I think that's you know majority of our life right um but there were poor poor decisions that I made that could have turned my life in a different direction if God didn't have his hand of favor and grace on my life but also if I didn't choose to turn my life around and I think, you know, those high school years were, again, the hardest years of my life. And as I was making those poor decisions, there was this one youth camp um, that I went to. And we went to youth camp every single year because when you're a Christian and when you go to church, that's just what you do. <laughs> you go to youth camp every single year. Um, so I went to this youth camp, but I had never experienced God in such a personal way than at this camp. And I was sitting at this camp in um, in the worship service, and it was at nighttime. And to be honest, I don't even remember what the preacher, the pastor, whoever was communicating was saying. I, But I do remember what God was communicating to my heart. And he said, every sin, every flaw, every decision that you have made that is poor, um, is a poor representation of me, um, is not who you are, but you have turned to um, the desires of your flesh. Every decision that you have made, you are going to lay at my feet in this moment and you're going to confess them. And I was like, just in tears, I just remember this moment. And I was on my knees in this worship service. And as I'm on my knees, um, like I said earlier, my mom was in ministry. So she had been at the church. So the camp we were at, she was actually at as a leader. And as I'm on my knees, just talking to God, then God says, you know, again, God takes you on the small little journeys. He doesn't give you everything at one time because he knows we can't handle it. And he goes, he says to me, he says, Amber, he goes, now you're going to confess to your mom. And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is God. I don't know if this is you, God. I'm like, this is not how it's supposed to be. You said to confess and I'm confessing to you and we're here right now. And this is an awesome moment, but now I need you to go to your mom. And I'm like, oh, so, but I was such in a holy moment. Like, I mean, the Holy Spirit was really, <laughs> he was, he was capturing my heart in that moment. And, um, so I went, I, I walked directly to my mom and I said, I, I need to talk to you. And um, so I went with my mom and we actually went outside and 
um, I just broke down. I broke down in tears and my mom could see my pain and my hurt and uh, in my eyes. And um, she, uh, she looks at me and she says, what? Just, you know, she's freaking out, you know, I'm sure as a mom, like what's going on. Um, but in that moment, I just kind of confessed. I confessed um, what I was struggling with. Um, I confessed that I had given myself to a guy um, that, you know, I, I shouldn't have. And I made poor decisions in that relationship. And I had confessed, um, you know, that I was going to parties and, you know, doing things that I shouldn't be doing that I knew wasn't me. Like it, it just wasn't me, but I just got caught up in the wrong crowd. And uh, just like, you know, a lot of people do in high school. Um, but it was one of those pivotal times that I'm very thankful for that after that moment, my life just began to move, you know, my life began to, to turn and, um, it was painful. You know, there was relationships and friendships that I was super, super close with, close with that started walking out of my life. And at the time, again, it was painful, but I'm like, okay, like God needed to, to prune that. But after I made that decision to say, okay, like, this is who you are, God, you have your favor over my life and let's move, you know? And as I started making those decisions, God started showing me, okay, like you're going to take these steps here. And it was just little step by step and decision by decision that um, kind of just took me through the rest of high school. And then I entered into college and I just kind of was doing my own thing. I was so focused on my relationship with God and just um, who he wanted me to be and um, just trying to figure me out. You know what I mean? Just um, becoming, you know what I mean? Like becoming, but I was, you know, it was just, I was trying to become who God wanted created me to be. And I'm just like, but I don't really know what that is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what that is. So, um, so I entered into college and it was great years. I went to Florida Gulf Coast for my first two years of college. So I moved away and, um, you know, I, I love South Florida. I love where I was at, but I just knew something in my spirit says, you just need to go away and you experience something different. You've grown up in the same house and same church and the, with the same crowd and the same and your whole life. And you need to just go away. So I'm like, all right, let me go. You know? So I went and I met new people and I met new friends and, and tests came, you know, some of the same tests that I struggled with in high school, came even harder in college, but because what I went through in high school and because of the decisions that I made to move forward in college, I was able to withstand them even more. Um, so I, you know, enjoyed my first two years of college and then um, I moved home. And uh, when I moved home, um, I moved back in with my parents and um, I just started, okay, like, what is it? You know, I, I was going to school for um, uh, my psychology degree and uh, from the time I was, I think it was 17, that I knew in my heart where God said, I just want you, I want you to help people. And I, I knew in my heart, okay, I want to help people. I had no idea what that meant, but I just knew I wanted to help people. So that was kind of my becoming journey of like, okay, how do you help people? Like, what does that mean? Like, okay, you have the overall goal. Now, where, like, where are you going to break this down to? And um, at 17, um, one of my best friends got pregnant and um, watching her go through this journey drastically changed my um, perspective on helping people. It was one of those things that for me, my greatest desire and still to this day is to help women and young girls um, become or be confident in who they were created to be in God and who God calls them to be because 
at 17, when I'm watching my best friend go through this, the first thing was watching the struggle and my heart and the compassion to say, okay, not the struggle of, um, 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 I'm trying to say the, 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 the pain, the, the struggle that, um, you know, not that a, a child brings, the child obviously brings joy, but having so young with at a solid foundation, um, of, of marriage and what God's intended it to be. Um, there were struggles along the way and she's enjoyed every moment of life with her children. Um, but there were different struggles that it brought and, um, just watching that and, um, brought two things to mind. Number one was how do I help young girls like that? Um, just help them be, um, more confident in who they were created to be, um, before they've, that even happened so that we can like, uh, fight against that decision. But number two was God protected me from that. Yeah. Because that could have been me. Like I was sitting there going, that could have been me, you know, and, you know, I, I, I thank God um, that it wasn't, even though a child now that I have is such a blessing. I thank God that that wasn't me when I made that decision. But I look back and I'm like, man, there's so much evaluation of like, where and why did I make some of the decisions that I made? And then I'm thinking, man, at that age all these girls are feeling the same thing. So it's not about what we're feeling. It's about the action that we take once we're feeling it, you know, and the decisions that we make after that. It's like, why are we feeling this way? You know, like we come from great homes or maybe you come from a broken home, but you still feel the same way. (laughs) You're still walking through the same battles. And uh, so I just, I just knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to help young girls just become just more confident in who they were and realize that they didn't have to give themselves to, you know, to a boy to, um, to make somebody love them. Um, And, you know, just over time, um, as I went to college and just kind of was finding who I was, um, I was good friends with my now husband, um, Tyler. And we started going to college together once I moved back home. And uh, Tyler and I, we had been friends for a long time. Um, we had known each other, grown up in the church together, and uh, but never, never really uh, caught interest in each other. Neither of us uh, liked each other at all. He was dating who he was dating. I wasn't dating anybody at the time. I was just figuring life out and uh, dealing with the pain um, that came from you know my previous relationship. Um, even though it was years and years afterwards, I was just still kind of dealing with that pain and just kind of making sure that I was confident in who I was before I walked into um, another relationship. And as we were going to school together, um, God just kind of started molding things and feelings started to come. And and what was cool and, and so healthy about what God was doing in the relationship of my husband and I was that he was kind of rewarding me for the decisions that I had previously made to step into what he was asking me to do. And um, my whole becoming journey has a lot to do with relationships because I'm very passionate about relationships and I love relationships. I think that relationships is um, the foundation of our life, you know, the relationship with 
first Jesus and then our relationship with our parents and our relationship with our children, our relationship with our spouse, it all stems from somewhere and it all stems to something. And um, uh, once I met my husband and we kind of, you know, started dating and, you know, really just fell in love with each other. It was just one of those things that was so, um, God was so in the center of it and was blessing um, a relationship I had never experienced before. And I was just so thankful that I had waited um, time after my first relationship to figure out who I was, to become confident, to say no to the to the guys that I knew weren't going to bring any fruit to my life <laughs> and uh, just be able to say no to that. And I'll know when the right one is here. And uh, I did know when the right one was there. And, uh, and through that relationship with Tyler, God, um, Tyler knew at 16, he wanted to be a pastor. So then I had to wrestle with, oh no, am I going to be a ministry too? And it was one of the things that, because my family, my grandfather was a pastor, my mom was a pastor, my brother was a pastor. It was one of the things that I always said, no, I don't want to be a pastor. Um, but then I got into a relationship with who wanted to be a pastor and his dad was a pastor and I'm like, oh my gosh, I either have to jump in with this for good or I'm not. And God said, you know what? You've always said you wanted to help people. And this is how I want you to do it. You know, like you're going to school to get a psychology degree and your heart's to help people. And I want you to help people, but I want you to help people realize um, that their relationship with Jesus will change them forever. And uh, that their relationship with Jesus is the foundation of their relationship, which can bring health to their marriage or their dating life or their uh, relationship with their children or their relationship with their parents. And um, it just kind of trickled. And I was like, wow, you know what? I like this, you know, you know, just being faithful to God is awesome. <laughs> and it just started unraveling and, um, and God just started, um, really just doing something new and something fresh. So my husband and I now have been at Potential Church for, you know, eight years on staff. We've been there forever, um, most of our life, but um, now uh, eight years and um, we are the campus pastors, but we just love ministry. We love doing it together. We love doing it uh, with our family and just serving Jesus and um, the blessing and being able to get paid to to do what we do um, and to be able to bring uh, people to eternity with Jesus and and ultimately not just show them that eternity and in, in heaven and um, Jesus is the only way, but that when Jesus is the center of our life, that all everything else. Yeah will work out, you know, in Romans 8, 28, and God works all things together for the good of those who love him. Um, and those who are called according to his purpose. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're called, you know, we're all, we all have a gifting, we all have a calling. And, um, you know, at 15, I was just trying to figure that out. Um, and I didn't know what my calling or what my purpose was. I was just so caught up in who I was. And uh, God just kind of worked that out. But um, but yeah, so now we sit here today and I have a son and uh, we're just happily serving God and um, and being able to look back and, and be able to um, evaluate where my life was, um, even at such a young age, but be thankful that I was able to make the decisions that I did, um, which I attribute to the fact that, you know, I was 
seven years old when I accepted Christ. So he was with me, you know, the wisdom was there. The Holy spirit was helping me along the way. Um, even though I turned away maybe for a small period of time, I gave myself more to my sin than to, than to Christ. But, you know, now I sit here today and I'm thankful, um, that God is just, God's good and he's gracious and loving and caring. And, um, he cared enough about me to, uh, to save me from, (laughs) from going the way I was the one and um out of the 99 he came to me so um so yeah so I'm I'm just uh I'm thankful for for my journey and um still becoming you know who God wants me to be now just in a different way and becoming a mom and becoming a wife and all of that is just its own journey but uh it all has a foundation of um how we journeyed before so so yeah well I mean thank you for unpacking your journey who you are and who you're still becoming. And I love how you pointed back to like everything really stems from relationships and it's that first relationship with Jesus. And then everything's flowing to and flowing from that relationship Mm -hmm. here. And that was a really beautiful way to unpack that because it's so true. Yeah. We don't have that center and that foundation, right. We'll be striving in so many different areas. For sure. um, Are you a coffee drinker? I actually don't know that about you. You know what? I'm not. I do not like coffee at all. So I have never been a coffee drinker. And I think part of it, my parents never had, and they still don't have a coffee maker in their house. You know, like it's so funny, but I look back and like, maybe that's why. But yeah, I I don't like coffee at all. So I like tea though. Tea? Okay. So what's your yeah. favorite kind of tea? Mm, probably like an, just an ice black sweet tea. Ooh, that sounds refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you were having some iced tea with someone else on their own becoming journey, I mean, what would you say to encourage them? Mm, Wow. Um, Man, I, I mean, I think a lot of it I take from my own experience, right? Um, I think that's, you know, how God aligns things and aligns our wisdom. And I think one of the um, greatest things that I would encourage somebody is to just be faithful um, that's one of the greatest things that I was taught in life, but I've also stuck with, I've chose to, to be faithful, um, and not just faithful in the big things, but faithful with the small things too. And, you know, being faithful in your marriage and being faithful in your friendships and being faithful to your church and being faithful to your finances, being faithful to God, um, you know, in the small things, you know, when you're, when you're walking in um, to a relationship or when you're walking in to, um, to a church, it's, it's not just attending, you know, or it's not just being there, but it's showing up. It's, it's being faithful. And, um, you know, my parents, you know, uh, I've been married for almost 38 years. And I think I mentioned that earlier and they were um, attending the church uh, for, um, my mom was on staff for 21 and you don't hear of that nowadays. You know, you, you look at um, our world and there's so much brokenness and so much hurt and so much division. Um, and I think it all stems from the ability to just be faithful, you know, like be faithful to your calling, be faithful to the vision, um, being faithful, even when it doesn't feel like being faithful, you know, like our world nowadays is taught um when things are uncomfortable, it's wrong, or you're not supposed to feel that way. And it's like, when I go to the gym, it doesn't feel comfortable, you know, like it feel it's very uncomfortable to like lift weights or do sit-ups, you know, like when, like it's uncomfortable, like we're not supposed to, to 
feel that, but when we want to get to the next level in our journey or in our life, you know, or in our weight loss journey, or just to build muscle, we have to do those things. And um, I just think that you just have to be faithful, you know, you have to be faithful to it. And I love what um, Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. And what people don't understand about that is (laughs) in the verse, literally right before it, you know, God's talking to the people who are in exile and says, you're going to be there for 70 years. Yeah. So people go around and they preach this verse of like, for I know the plans I have for, for you, says the Lord, they're good and not to harm you. And they're getting it tattooed on them. And I'm like, but do you understand what that means? Mm-hmm. Because in the verse before it, God's telling these people that he's making this promise to that they're going to be there for 70 years. Like if you knew that, like if God said, hey, yes, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, they're going to be good and not to harm you. But you're in this marriage that you're thinking that you need to walk out of. But God's saying, no, 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 it's going to be like this for 70 years, but I need you to stay faithful. Mm -hmm. Would you stay faithful? Mm -hmm. And so many people nowadays are just so willing and quick to turn and to walk Mm -hmm. away, but to say for they're for good and not to harm me. And it's like, yeah, but for 70 years, you know, and and we just got to, you know, make the decision. I think being faithful and um, forgiving and all that, it's a small decision. You know, it's a small decision to look in the mirror and say, I'm going to be faithful today, you know, and choosing every day to be faithful. You know, it's like in my marriage, there's days that I do not want to do something in my marriage, right? Or there's days that my husband is ticking me off. Like that's just that's just part of life, right? He's a person, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be faithful. And um, so I would just encourage anybody, whether they're going through a hard season in life, maybe whether they're going through the greatest season of their life is continue to be faithful. You know, when it's the hard season, continue to be faithful to God continue to be faithful to your relationships and, and God will show up. And then when it's the best season of your life, continue to be faithful to God. Because you see so many times where people will turn their back or turn away. And it's like, you know, just be faithful to God. Even though you are in the best season of your life, when you were in the worst season, you were faithful. So when you hit the best season, don't turn don't turn away. Continue to be faithful. Um, so, yeah. So just being faithful is one of the things that I would encourage anybody is just to continue to be faithful. So. Oh, that is a good word. And I love how you unpack Jeremiah 29, 11 and what precedes the verse that yes. we all know so well. Right, right. Yeah. And yes. it doesn't sound as like sexy or popular. And in today's cancel culture, it's very easy to just be like, no, nope, yeah. it doesn't feel good. I'm, I'm moving on. So how yeah. you unpack that is so insightful and a really good reflection for all of us on our becoming journeys. Um, yeah. You know, Amber, if somebody was watching our conversation today. And they were like, man, I would love to continue following Amber's Becoming Journey. I really resonate with her. How can they connect with you online? Yeah. So um, my Instagram is at Amber Ray Gramley. Um, and I am, I would say pretty active on there um, where I'm sharing everything um, from uh, on stories and Instagram feed and uh, really just sharing more about me and my husband and our son and just our journey and just what we love to do. Um, and then I'm at Potential Church every single weekend. Um, every weekend we are there and uh, just serving the Lord. So um, if you're in the area of South Florida, um, we'd love 
happy to to come join us in our service times and all that is at potentialchurch.com. So yeah. Absolutely. And we'll have the links for Amber's Instagram and Potential Church in the notes. You guys can easily connect with Amber. Amber, thank you so much for unpacking your journey, who you're becoming. You inspire me every day, girl. And I just love our friendship. We love you, Emily. Thank you so much. It's It's an honor to be here with you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.